are you? Who, me? Lucky rabbit, that lucky Oswald rabbit, nicest rabbit that you ever knew. Lucky habit, that lucky Oswald habit, if you want it, here's what you must do. Hey everyone, it's Jonathan, and welcome back to the Disney Movie Marathon. I finally finished editing the Oswald episode. I teased this one ages ago and we recorded it back in May, but I just never had time to edit it because we talked for almost three hours. This episode is cut down to just the relevant Oswald content, but if you want the whole almost two hour and 20 minute extended episode, it's available now on my Patreon. Today we're talking about the Walt Disney era of Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, the predecessor to Mickey Mouse, as well as a bit of what came after the character was stolen from Walt, as well as what's going on with the character now after the original Disney Oswald shorts were reclaimed by the company in 2006. Joining me for this episode are Mark Brown, Eli Sanza, and Jenna West, and this is a long one, so let's just get right into it. you guys watched oswald shorts before because i'm trying to think i don't think i've ever seen a full oswald short before um before the the new one came out that disney made like a couple months ago i think that was the first short i ever saw about oswald i think i had seen one or two i'd seen everything available at the time that i watched it because i'm a nerd and i was doing this watch everything disney in chronological order and then i got kind of like yeah i mean it was fun but i got really like disinterested in the 40s because that's when you know, they were just shelling things out oh, yeah. um, you know like the cartoon equivalent of shovelware yeah so i never continued but i actually was interested while doing some some looking up on this video uh beforehand but apparently they found more cartoons since last time i was looking so i should go back and watch those cartoons that have been found but yeah i'm a nerd what has been found uh, there's been a couple, like, uh, I don't remember any of the title names, but I think one about Africa was found recently, because some of these were lost. Okay. Yeah, Although, some of them are still lost. When I was doing my research, I saw that the cartoon that introduces his girlfriend, Hortensia, the banker's daughter, was lost. Yeah. I, I don't suppose that one has been found. I, I feel like Wikipedia would have been updated, because I checked today. No, I don't think that one was, has been found yet. Okay. Which is unfortunate because that was Hortensia we're talking about. Yeah. It was really the proto mini. Yeah. But anyway, mm-hmm. we'll get into that. So poor Papa, he has a rabbit girlfriend and he does a rabbit wife. He doesn't like her, so I guess that's why he ends up with Hortensia later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he left he left his, he left his wife and all his kids. Like, <laughs> you know he didn't like those kids. I feel like this one is probably not canon. <laughs> if yeah, I think Disney would like to ignore it. I, I mean, not Disney, but I mean, I feel like in the Oswald canon, like you could pretend he's just being an actor in this one, right? Like he doesn't actually have kids. That's kind of what actually, I was thinking. <laughs> isn't there a Mickey Mouse cartoon like this? Yes. Where, there were yeah, several, several of one, these. Right? Yeah, several of these felt familiar. And I saw on Wikipedia people saying that 
it had been remade, even though like I watched a couple of the Mickey ones that they said were remade and it was it was more like they took the basic idea and redid it with Mickey. Loosely but based on true stories. <laughs> very loosely based, yeah. But yes, this was one of the ones that the plot was reused. The cartoon I feel was like the Mickey's Mickey one nightmare. made it yeah, yeah. It would made it into a nightmare. So you didn't actually have children. Yeah. And I prefer that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I was about to say I don't remember Mickey ever having kids. Yeah. No, yeah. It's just, it's just a nightmare scenario. Yeah. Okay. Well, this would be a nightmare scenario too if you just were suddenly inundated with hundreds of children hundreds that you had to take care of. <laughs> when I was when I was watching this, um, I I guess I I was thinking Oswald would be one of the kids of this father rabbit, but like I was wrong. No, Oswald was the dad. Right. Well, it's funny because I feel like nowadays, like if you're introduced to Oswald through Mickey through um, um, Disney's current characterization of him. You kind of feel like he's like young and small and happy-go-lucky. Yeah. But he mm-hmm. did start off that way. He started off as a grumpy dad. Old grumpy dad. With a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, I was actually watching this with my friends today because I was like, I need a refresh. Do you guys want, you know, you guys want to watch it with me? They're like, yeah. And it comes to the point where he takes out the shotgun. And they're like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> they thought he was kind of. Yeah. You know, get rid of the kids. Decrease the surplus population. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as soon as he grabbed the gun, that was the funniest part to me. <laughs> and then but, it's like, oh, he's going to shoot the storks, but still. <laughs> I, I love that part. I was so, laughing so hard there. Yeah, I know. But I don't know if that's what we're supposed to be laughing at. I have a dark sense of humor. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, me too, me too. But, but I no. like, like for me, one thing I found interesting was regarding, you know, how babies are brought into the world in cartoons. This movie had both storks bringing the babies, but then there was also a doctor that came out of the mom, the <laughs> mother true. rabbit's um, room. So I'm wondering, but how, yeah. how does that? What's his role? Oh yeah. <laughs> how, how does is... how does both of these exist at the same time? <laughs> yeah, how did how did the doctor and the stork relate to each other? In that Does the doctor in the just have to sign the package? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he stands under the chimney and catches the babies that the stork yeah. is dumping down the chimney. He's the official counter. He has to make sure he gets the count right of how many come in. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, the stork you know isn't what? keeping records or anything. It's the doctor's job to do that, I guess. What what happens to his wife? She disappears. Just she oh, just no. gets enve- enveloped with hundreds of other kids. <laughs> this uh, this could be a dark uh, dying in childbirth maybe. No, I don't know, no. who, who, know? who knows? She got piled to death by hundreds <laughs> of kids. I don't know if that's better or worse. <laughs> I I'm sure Oswald would have preferred it. Yeah. I think she just said, "Nah, I'm out of here," and walked out. <laughs> she saw how many there were. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully they, hopefully those kids are are have grown up and are like successful adults now. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. This one. Uh, so it was the first produced. They decided not to have it the first release, which I think makes sense. I don't think Oswald had a very good impression here. Well, yeah. I, from what I read, the short was initially rejected. Yeah. The time it was Universal was the distributor, and they didn't want this one because he 
was barely a main character because there were so many other kids. Yeah. And he wasn't very appealing as a character. Oh, well, yeah, he's just a grumpy dad with a gun. Yeah, I, I thought it was hilarious. One of the main notes from the studio was to make him more young and snappy and give him a monocle. <laughs> a monocle. <laughs> I, I was like, what's up with a monocle request? I guess, well, I mean, th- this was the 20s, I guess. All right. <laughs> It was the trend of the young people at the time. You know how it is. Uh, okay, actually, I forgot it was the 20s. I'm sure Mr. Planters probably came around there somewhere. Mr. Planters, right. <laughs> yeah. So it explains why he's a rabbit. Yes. Um, but other than that, it, I actually think it's a little surprising they ended up releasing it later. I was kind um, of surprised at that, too, because he's so different than... Like, he's set up in the next one as a completely different character, so yeah. it kind of is weird to go back to this earlier proto Oswald. I guess they just well, had well, it, you know, so they're like, yeah. might as well release it. Probably. Yeah, you know, you know, the interesting thing is that they so a similar situation sort of happened with Mickey Mouse because when they made Playing Crazy, that mm. was the first one they made, but they didn't release that one because no distributor wanted it. And so then they made Steamboat Willie instead. And then after Steamboat Willie was successful, then they released Plane Crazy. And they might have done the same thing with Poor Papa because, well, once Oswald and Mickey were both successful, they wanted to capitalize on that by, oh, we have this short here with this, with this now famous character in it. So let's release that one now. Even though it was like completely different, but you know how they are capitalized on the success. Yeah. That's probably what happened. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming. Yeah, anything else to say about Poor Papa? It was hilarious. Overall, I liked it. <laughs> it's nothing to do with Oswald, but I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. 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 It was hilarious for the wrong reasons, in my opinion. Um, it was, it... <laughs> Sometimes I mean, things are more entertaining when they're hilarious for the wrong reasons. <laughs> I, yeah, I... I mean, well, like I have a dark sense of humor too, so like I don't mind. And and also, even if you're an Oswald fan, I found this fun as a, like a standalone show. It even if it wasn't supposed to be Oswald, so that yeah, that exactly. counts for something. Yeah, I like to prefer as these cartoon characters think of them, quote unquote, as actors. Yeah. So the scenarios yeah. don't really carry over. Yeah, I was thinking in the same way that the Muppets characterize themselves. Yeah, because like you can have. Kermit and Miss Piggy get married in one movie and then they're just dating in another movie or like mm-hmm. in the TV series, they're long broken up. So yeah. it's they're basically just actors. No, that's that's how that's how a lot of animation studios did it. The way they they made those cartoons because the characters are always in different scenarios in each one. So that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. like how why Popeye is suddenly in the Middle Ages all of a sudden. Like that <laughs> that makes total sense. Yeah. Well, technically, Oswald is too. That's actually how Disney does it nowadays too. Like they, um, so uh, one thing interesting about Toontown is uh, the lore is specifically that the cartoon characters are actors, and uh, even the way you know the new Mickey Mouse shorts look completely different from how Mickey's supposedly supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's actually explained because they use quote unquote different cameras. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and that's also why so uh, so if a, if a child asks why is that cartoon black and white it's like oh because they used a black and white camera so it's 
Yeah, so it's it's interesting. <laughs> oh, okay. So like Mickey Mouse didn't get plastic surgery or anything. No, no. <laughs> you didn't yeah, you didn't get plastic surgery. They just got a better camera. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a good explanation to give a little kid. Yeah, <laughs> actually I find yeah. little kids adopt yeah. it really well. They're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, you know how little kids are. They're going to ask that question. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. Yeah. So I like to view this shirt as a, Oswald is acting here. Yes. That's fair. That's fair. It, it doesn't feel like him. You're right. No, yeah. Next one we have is Trolley Trouble. Yeah. This was the first one released, I believe. The second one made. This one reminded me a lot of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it online did. they they were saying that it was remade into Mickey's Choo Choo, but I watched it and I was like, uh, I can't really see it. There's a couple things maybe, but it didn't seem quite the same. Well, the thing is, is that I don't like to say things were exactly remade. They reuse gags sometimes, and they, yeah. they use reuse scenarios. They reuse gag scenarios all the time. Yeah. The main thing that I felt like they reused was the gag of the cha- the train or trolley using its wheels as legs instead of wheels like it was walking yeah you see that quite a bit it's a classic thing but story-wise mm-hmm. it seemed it didn't seem like the same cartoon yeah i i don't think it is because i've seen mickey's choo-choo i don't remember it right now but i remember i don't remember thinking oh that's like trolley troubles no it, it really yeah. isn't i don't really know why people online were saying that uh, so, sometimes people like to make connections yeah. Um, but that said, you know, like, I, I think general cartoon uh, animators would have, like, favorite gags they like to use. And, you know, like, it, they're like, oh, I could use that again here because it kind of makes sense. And, mm-hmm. it's, in particular, I'm thinking about, um, oh, shoot, I forgot which Oswald cartoon it was. But um, in the Alice comedies, there's a, a cartoon where Julius is sent to, like, the trenches. Mm-hmm. And... He gets like hurt or something, and when the medic brings him back to health, basically he like puts different parts and remakes him. And I saw that again in Oswald cartoon, and I was like, oh, they reuse the same gag, you know. So it's it's pretty common. Yeah, I think we that's one of the Alice cartoons we we did in an episode, right? Yeah, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we did. But uh, Charlie Trouble also noticed his kids are still technically there, but they're not his anymore. <laughs> I wondered about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the kids are there. I don't know if they're his. <laughs> they're just like, we don't want to give up the baby bunnies. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, this had the very first appearance of Clarabelle Cow. I call BS on that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a stretch. I wondered. She showed up, and I was like, that vaguely reminds me of Clarabelle. And then I looked up, and people were saying that it was definitely Clarabelle, but it, no. I don't know. No, it's not. She's not anthropomorphic at all. <laughs> I see a lot of the Clarabelle Cow first appeared in this cartoon and she first appeared in that cartoon. I see a lot of that. And most of the time it's it feels like a stretch. It doesn't look like her. And like if like the first time you actually see a cow wearing a dress, like it's like that is a, a, a way farther down the line. I think it, I think it's that would probably be more like her official appearance. But people right. love to like predict that. Yeah, people love to look for patterns or something. It's yeah, it's like 
I will accept that Pete started in the Alice comedies because I do think that's kind of the same character and just his ears changed over time, really. And yeah. I will, I'll take that, but yeah. I will not accept that that's Claire Vocal. <laughs> I will not accept that. Uh, you ever seen the quote unquote first Pluto? It's just a, a dog. That's like, it's like a, a pit bull dog or something. And I'm like, that's not Pluto, guys. Just because it's a dog. You're talking about that cartoon, The Chain Gang, like where there was like these dogs yeah. hunting these like, prisoners. Yeah. It's like, guys, that's not Pluto. Come yeah, on. Yeah, they said <laughs> they, that, was a prude, uh, that was a Pluto prototype, but it wasn't like officially. It wasn't. Pluto. It didn't so, even like have any characteristics of Pluto like at all it's just a dog yeah i see what you're saying they sort of they yeah. sort of stretch the the screen debut of a lot of characters yeah it's really weird i don't know why mm-hmm. people do this but that is not claire blacow and i will go to court saying <laughs> <Claire> <laughs> <Blacow>. <laughs> i did like uh trolley troubles though that it was like a lot the, the interesting thing i noticed about it is that like uh you know um walt disney actually was uh trying to uh, make his cartoons staged more like live action than they he was allowed to do with the alice comedies because he wanted the camera work to be more elaborate i noticed a lot of that in trolley trouble oh yeah a lot of that is up uh, iWorks, is it not yeah up iWorks was the one responsible for most of that he was the best animator he was an amazing animator. Great animator. You could tell when one of the shots is says like, oh, that's up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure those shots where the camera's in front of the train of the trolley while it's going down the tracks, I'm pretty sure that's a Bywoks who did that. And he probably did a lot of the elab- most elaborate stuff. Like he, the one I'm pretty sure he did the tunnel sequence too. Yeah, yeah. That I would yeah. I would guess he did that too. Yeah, it seems like his work. He had a lot of good work with this one, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, any anytime you see something elaborate, just like that's up. I know it. That's usually a safe bet. Yeah. <laughs> really? He was very talented. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason why Walt Disney like used him all the time. He's like he was talented. I feel like he's kind of the proto Richard Williams, right? Like <laughs> I see some of his shots. It's like it reminds me of Richard Williams later when doing like yeah. Roger Rabbit. Yeah, he was like he. Alba Iwerks. I feel like he was the proto every great animator. He was like true. Okay, yeah, fair. <laughs> but I see what you're saying with Richard Williams because he Richard Williams did a lot of elaborate shots too. Yeah, and he he felt like animation camera stinks. Still, it's just like an excuse for lazy animation. It should move, <laughs> you know. And uh, I was yeah. like, yeah, you're right. It should move. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like he was yeah. like an an anim and an actual capital A animator. Yeah, definitely. Just imagine what his cartoons would look like now with all the technology we have now in animation, both hand drawn and computer. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's really be amazing. That'd be mind blowing. They had nobody else named their kid Ub since then. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was an immigrant, right? Yeah, he was. Or at least first generation. I'm not sure which country he's from or his family's from. Somewhere in East Asia, East Europe, I think. Yeah. I don't know if UB was short for anything. I don't even know. I thought it was, thought it was short for UBBE. I thought it was UB. Yeah, oh. UBBE is the same. Yeah. Oh, okay. UB sure. was his whole name. Okay. But just, it was just, he just spelled it shorter. From what I understand, it would have been 
the company was close to being called Disney Iwerks or something. Yeah, it was called. It was close to being called that, but they decided not to because it sounded like a glasses company, and that's why they decided not to do it. Yeah, which <laughs> apparently, well, apparently there was a glasses company called Iwerks, like very similar, like that. Oh right. Okay. Well, that I think if I'm exp- if I remember it correctly. Oh, his father was born in Germany, and he's of Dutch descent as well. Ah, okay. That explains oh. his name. Got it. Was he born here, or was, did he immigrate? Immigrate. He was born in America, in Missouri, okay. Kansas City, Missouri. First generation. Yep. Anyway, uh, Trolley Trouble, I would say, is the first you see a bit more of what Oswald would become. He's still a little bland to me. Like he doesn't feel like the Oswald I know yet, but it's closer. <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's a good um I think it's a good like debut film for the character. But it's funny because like nowadays we really don't think of Oswald looking like he does in these first two cartoons. Like he's more taller, more oval shaped. And to be fair, most people aren't even thinking of what Oswald looks like nowadays. They don't even know who he is. Right. <laughs> That's true. Oh, well, uh, there's some casual fans who know he knows what he looks like. Nice. Yeah, but the in- interesting thing, though, is that Trolley Troubles was the most popular film Universal Pictures ever released, like, at the time, I think. It was, like, oh, including including live-action films, yeah. And they and Universal released Phantom of the Opera, like, two years earlier. So that was that's how popular Oswald was. And, was that like, with Lon Chaney? Some- yeah, the one with Lon Chaney, yeah. Okay. I like oh wait a minute. What? Phantom of the Opera came out in nineteen twenty-five, I think. So and this one came and and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I was I was just doing the math in my head. Yeah, yeah, the one with Lon Chaney came out two years earlier than yeah, Charlie Troubles, which mm-hmm. is surprising because that one was, was that was a really popular film. And also surprising because, like, uh, Oswald was supposedly more popular than Felix the Cat when, when he came around. And Felix the Cat was, like, the first animated celebrity, I think. The first real one, like, on, a, like, a huge level. Well, it's funny when people say Oswald's really popular at the time because he died so completely to us, like, in the future, <laughs> yeah. right? He might have been popular for, like, a chunk of time, but it would have been a brief window. Like because I think by the 30s, he'd been pretty much completely eclipsed by Mickey, wouldn't you say? He really had, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. He was popular at that time. It was very short-lived, but for a moment, he was, like, the most popular. He had 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Once Mickey Mouse came around, that's when he really started to die. I can, yeah. see, I can see, like, boy, Trolley Trouble might have been really popular because again there were a lot of like really nice shots yeah no, no, i think that's what stands I, out the most yeah i imagine that would have looked really neat and unusual compared to other cartoons yeah yeah it was it's like a lot of the Oswald cartoons we're gonna get to more of them but like a lot of them like super like elaborate animation compared to most cartoons at the time yeah. it felt very experimental especially with all the squashing and stretching of the train or trolley yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looked really cool. I don't know if I have anything else to say about Trolley Troubles. The only other thing that stood out to me was him kissing his foot. Like he popped off his leg and was kissing his lucky rabbit's foot. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Lucky but, rabbit's foot. I was yeah. like, ah, oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. It felt like something that would have disturbed me as a child. 
Uh, <laughs> the 20s kids weren't as easily disturbed, probably. <laughs> probably not. There's a lot of body horror in early cartoons. I feel like when animation was still new back then, like the, no one was, people were more surpro- amazed by the medium than shocked by the body horror. <laughs> probably. I feel like they didn't like examine cartoon characters as like deeply as we do nowadays. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. They definitely didn't take them like seriously as like <laughs> trying to make the audience believe they were real. They never did that. When yeah. you pop off the leg and put it and then put it back on, that's how you know they didn't do that. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's why some people really doubted Snow White would work because they, all, a lot of them, like didn't, you know, there's no suspension of disbelief here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's exactly why. If Snow White and the Seven Doors was like a seventy-minute like Oswald cartoon, it probably wouldn't have worked. <laughs> yeah, I would be if if Snow White popped off her leg. <laughs> I would be out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why people. That's why people thought it wouldn't work. But yeah. Grumpy says, "Can you lend me a hand?" And she throws off her hand and hands it to him. Yeah. <laughs> but but of course, did that a Toy Story. That's true. Oh yeah, I forgot about. That. <laughs> he, is, he is a toy. That is different. Yeah, he's a toy though. Oh yeah, you're yeah. Right. This suspension yeah. of disbelief is less there. Yeah, <laughs> I love random out of context quotes. And if Snow White <laughs> popped off her leg, I was out. Would be a great out of context quote. Yeah, there, there's, there's your title You're for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> what are they talking about on this podcast? <laughs> I thought this was an Oswald episode. <laughs> just yeah. rated G. What is this? <laughs> But yeah, anyway, so it, I don't know. I always, I always do find the body horror very interesting early cartoons. But yeah, he, he just pops it up and you can, I think in this one, can you see like a hole? That's why I would have been like, disturbed as a kid. Yeah. yeah. That specific detail. I think as long as you don't see blood or gore, they, they let it slide. Yeah. <laughs> There's no gore. It's just disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't have anything else for Charlie Trouble. Yeah, that's it. I suppose we can move on to bright lights. I feel like this is where an Oswald. Uh, I, okay, so this I recommended this one and the next one out of my favorites of Oswald cartoons. So I hope you guys liked these two. But for me, this is like peak Oswald. This was a great one. I loved yeah. the gags. I loved the animation. There's a lot of body horror in this one. There um, is. <laughs> the thing that I liked the most was the animation on the chimp conductor. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah that was pretty good. In the beginning of the film, yeah. I guess Zulu could be Hortensia in a way. It's the cat. I think. It I could think be. so. Yeah. Uh, that's what I assumed. Well, I also read beforehand that this was the quote-unquote first appearance of Hortensia, even though her real first appearance was the lost short, the banker's daughter. Uh, yeah. Oh, the banker's daughter was her official appearance, but this could be mm-hmm. like a proto Hortensia. Yeah, I don't know. With Lost Shorts coming into the mix, it's hard to tell what is where and what they intended. Right. I I guess I would assume that this is the same character in a similar situation to Oswald and Poor Papa just playing a role. Uh, is MLLE short for Mademoiselle? Is that the... Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. so Mademoiselle Zulu. I'm assuming that she, Hortensia, is playing Mademoiselle Zulu. 
the shimmy queen. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Yeah. I assume that too. I, I assume that's Hortensia playing that Mademoiselle One thing that stood out to me in this uh, cartoon was when the lions jumped at the screen. Like f- me in 2023, I legitimately took i i, I felt uh, uh, oh. a jump scare from that so i'm like imagine uh, someone seeing this in 1930 or whatever this was that must right. have been amazing horrifying this felt like another instance of them really trying to up their playing with perspective because yeah. you had also the dancers kicking straight at the camera mm. it felt it felt yes. like something that would have happened in like polar express or one of those other really 3d movies yeah 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 Tintin or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell they were trying to really go for spectacle and like trying to like entertain the audience. Like they're really showbizing it up. Yeah, and the way that the the light followed Mademoiselle Zulu and the way her shadow changed positions as she moved across the stage, I thought that was a really cool detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. The, the animators here were like really uh, upping their game. Yeah, probably up. Probably. Yeah, again, yes. <laughs> I really feel like Oswald comes into his own character. Um, like he has a personality. Yeah, he's happy-go-lucky. Lucky, he's a bit scrawny. You yeah. really see him as the proto-Mickey around this time. I think the thing with me was like, since, like I said, I've only seen one Oswald short before recording for this episode, and that was the one they just released, like, a couple months ago so i didn't really know what to expect of oswald like character wise or personality wise or what i should expect how how should i expect him to act in certain situations or not mm. like is he is he uh is he a stinker <laughs> like um bugs Bunny or, or daffy right. or something or is he a little more mickey-ish or i don't know it's like it's like people just tried to pin down oswald's personality and based on all the cartoons that i've seen he seems to be uh a little bit more egotistical and a mm. little bit more mis- mischievous than Mickey Mouse, but Mickey, a little, yeah. a little less intelligent than Bugs Bunny. That's, he feels, <laughs> he feels, he feels, feels so like in between Mickey and Bugs. Not as cunning. <laughs> yeah, not as cunning, right? Oh, so the body horror in this one. Um, oh yeah, it's very clever. Oh, you remember that? Remember that gag when he, when he's like. Uh, when that guy was pulling his ears and his ears came off of his head and it was like but and they're it, attached to his legs. And they were yeah. attached to his legs. That I loved that. That was yeah. that was and then he was one. he was pulling on his legs and like one leg would get elongated like a rope, another one would get uh, yeah. short, and then he pulled back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a police yeah. system. And he got knocked into a bunch of tiny versions of himself and melted <laughs> back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like three of those gags. Interesting in superpower. And he yeah, tied yeah. up, <laughs> tied, tied up the uh, the bouncer at on the light post with a with knot. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was like all the everything I love about rubber hose animation was like present here, basically. Well, from here we can move on to oh, what a night! Mm-hmm. This one's my favorite. This one was a good one. Yeah, another one that people were saying was turned into a different Mickey cartoon, Ye Olden Days. And again, I don't know how much I see. Maybe they might have borrowed some elements. I don't think it was a direct remake, though. Yeah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I remember I remember watching that Mickey Mouse cartoon. You, you said it was called Ye Olden Days. Yeah. yeah. It, wasn't, it, was, it wasn't exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So this one, I love Oswald so much. 
I love how he keeps kissing Artensia. I love when he like pulls yeah. her arm trying to kiss her. Mm. Yeah. And he's yeah. like tired by the end of it. Yeah. I love how he tried to kiss her while he was fighting the yeah. guy. I love like, that. It's a kiss so break. Like, breaks. <laughs> I think it's so cute. He's like, okay, Shadow, hold on. I gotta kiss her. All right, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I've seen a Disney character kiss another dis another character as many times as I was Oswald thinking that kissed, thing. kissed a character <laughs> in this short. Yeah. Any movie or anything. And then he like he even has her go exorcist at one point. You know? So <laughs> I don't know. I, I just really love those kissing scenarios here. I just think it's so adorable. Like, yeah. oh, hold on. We ship Gotta him. get my kiss. Yeah, yeah I ship him. <laughs> I also thought it was interesting that apparently, like, I didn't get this from the cartoon, but um, maybe people online are mistaken, but they were saying that the person holding her captive was Pete, and they said it was her father. Um, uh, I mean, I read that too about I Pete. think in the scenario, yes. Oh, like in the scenario, maybe. Like, yeah. in the acting? I don't think, like, literally Pete's supposed to be her dad, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. In this story, specifically. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. I was about to, I was about to say that's not true at all, but like, but no, in, <laughs> in the story, yeah, maybe. I don't know why he would beat up his future father-in-law like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gonna yeah. be awkward. The family yeah. dynamics were a little weird. He has her like chained up, right? Or, yeah, or, or, like a chain. To a oh ball. yeah, he, yeah. Well, he she, she wasn't chained up in the beginning. It was only after he pulled her back from the balcony. Then that's when oh, we okay. see her chained up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I just thought it was interesting that up until this point, Pete has definitely been a bear, but Hortensia is a cat. So is this where he transitioned from bear to cat? Well, the <laughs> weird thing is he looks like a bear in this still. That's what I he thought. He still has the circular ears. So it's, you know, I'm not disclaiming that it's in the scenario, maybe he's supposed to be your dad, but um, I don't think it's meant to be character-wise Pete is actually Hortensia's dad. So that no, would be a so. very strange, like family connection twist. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe I mean, Disney should do it. <laughs> they should. PJ yeah, has a I mean, secret older sister. <laughs> yeah, much older. Many decades older. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the people who made that cartoon were even thinking about it this much, when maybe they didn't even know. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> they like they probably didn't even they probably didn't even know who that bear in was supposed to be in relation to the cat. They were just like, oh, that's the captor, that's the villain. That's the bad guy. That's yeah, the I think it goes guy. back to that that whole actor situation. Like we just put these characters, yeah, and funny roles. stock characters, really. So yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's that's probably it. We need a captor. We got him. It would be. <laughs> <laughs> I do sort of wonder if Pete is related to Hortensia now. <laughs> I mean, he is a cat now. They're both cats. Like... Yeah, this should be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe related, at least. Oh, I just realized, so Hortensia's a cat and Oswald's a rabbit. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting interspecies couple, but I think it's cute. Right. You don't normally get uh, interspecies couples in cartoons in those days, but that was a rare one. Yeah, it's a bit odd. I think they look close enough. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, they look identical besides the ears and the eyelashes and the skirt. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Mr. Krabs could have a whale daughter. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
Oh, we've come a long way now. Yeah. <laughs> Retention Oswald started it, so Krabs can have his whale daughter. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. They walk so he can run. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> or maybe Pete being a bear, having Atentia as his cat daughter. Maybe they're the true pioneers. <laughs> <laughs> I will adopt outside my species. <laughs> oh man, we're getting we're diving deep now. <laughs> anyway, so I like this one, but I don't really have that much more to say about it. I just think it's a really cute one. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. It was enjoyable. I liked it a lot. I feel like most of the Oswald charts were like that. I don't have a ton to say about them, but they're cute and fun to watch. Yeah. yeah, I'm usually good at diving into the history of things, but like the, a lot of these shorts, yeah, there's not a lot to say. They're, they're pretty, once you watch them, you get the idea. They're very mm-hmm. interesting to watch before the quote-unquote like redone Mickey Mouse ones. Um, yeah. Because oh, you yeah, could yeah. really see how far animation came. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, in that context, they're also interesting. I didn't mm-hmm. rewatch the olden days, but I rewatched Building a Building after the skyscraper. Right. And it was like, wow, animation really did go really far just a few years. Yeah. Yeah. At Disney especially, like, you could see. Yeah. The quality just skyrocketed. Yeah. It probably had something to do with the fact that he was able to do what he wanted to do. Because with these, the Oswald shorts only with Disney only lasted from 1927 to 1928 before they were taken. And then he had to go and do his own thing. But because he went and did his own thing, he was able to actually do his own thing yeah. and do a lot more experimenting than he would have been allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like like part of the reason why he lost interest in the Alice colonies is I feel like at some point, I mean, to be fair, Walt always lost interest in things after a while. Yeah. But part of me wonders if a lot of it was like meddling. It could have been. Oh, oh meddling from like uh, the producer. The producer. Oh, yeah. From yeah. yeah. Because I, I believe at one point, didn't. Um, uh, the the second little girl who played Alice, Margie G- Gay, wasn't she yeah. something that the um, oh no, what's his name, Winkler's husband? Oh, him. Winkler's husband, uh, uh, Charles Mintz. Yeah, didn't he put her in or something? Uh, I I can't remember. Like I I I I do know that Charles Mintz was like a like very like hands on and he was like very controlling. I know that he, he wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, I feel like Walt felt like his creativity was a little stifled at some times. Yeah. I know Walt Disney hated Charles Mintz. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I could see why. I think they liked each other. Let's say that. I mean, especially yeah. after he stole Oswald and stole all his animators and basically fired him. But before, <laughs> before that, he wasn't a fan either. Well, I mean, considering what Charles Mintz did to Walt, you, you really have to think, Wow, there must have been some stuff building up to that. You're right. That yeah. didn't just happen out of nowhere. You wouldn't imagine. Yeah. You know, so they, I, I have to imagine he he ultimately did that because he didn't like Walt. And, you yeah. know, for what... I feel like there's not a lot of information on that, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I wish there was. I feel like a lot of early Disney history like this is kind of hidden in a sense. <laughs> yeah, you kind of have to extrapolate and then it's just speculation yeah with um, yeah. hopefully some evidence but mostly speculation yeah yeah it's mostly speculation that's like i uh, everything i know about 
Disney and like working under Charles Mintz and the Oswald cartoons and stuff like that is basically I'm just trying to find clues. Yeah. So that's basically what it is. And then, then I come up with deductions based on them, but there's no actual facts I can yeah. really think about what happened back then. Like, if I remember correctly, like, for instance, the reason why Virginia Davis ended up not doing more Alice comedies is I think she said in an interview her mom wanted to raise her pay. And I have to imagine that Mintz might have been part of the, <laughs> why do we need to pay her more? We can get any little girl. Mm. I, I know it's. I know it was a kid at the time, but the next Alice after that, she sucked. And- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's true. I do think Virginia Davis was the best one. I agree. Yeah, she was the definitely. best one. Yeah, she was an excellent actress. She was a really good actress. Yeah, and I also would not be surprised if Mintz did that. That's such a classic CEO move. Yeah, like to be fair to Mintz a little bit, from what I understand. As far as Virginia Davis knew, it was Walt who said no. Mm. But I, I just wouldn't be surprised if she's like, well, Mince is not going to let me try to keep her on. I, I don't know. I just feel like there was something really going on there leading up to this. Yeah, that's what we I get kind of the Disney side of the story. I don't know if I could really say we get the Mince side. Somewhere there's a hidden diary of Charles Mintz <laughs> hidden yeah. in some attic <laughs> in his great grandson's house. But also screw him. <laughs> I swear to God. There you go. There's your there's your third quote for, for the I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean it and and in a few in some ways I kind of thank him because it's like, well, if Mickey Mouse oh, yeah. well, if Mickey Mouse wouldn't have been created if not for that situation. Like the only reason why Walt Disney retained ownership of Mickey was because he didn't want to get screwed again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's kind of like that kind of became the whole thing against everything later was he wanted to own everything he ever did. Oh yeah. That was based. That's one of the reasons why the Disney company is so rich, like because of that. And decision. lost too happy. And yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do not go to court with Disney. They have the best lawyers in the world for better or worse. Yeah, it, It's hard to win against them, especially yeah. for copyright things. Yeah. But it's like, that wouldn't probably have happened. They probably would have just stayed a small studio, really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm now thinking of the famous quote, it all started with a mouse, but with all this, it all started with a <laughs> rabbit that got stolen <laughs> and led to all of this. That, that, that was too long to say. I like, it all started with a little girl and a cat, but really a little girl. <laughs> True. But I, I mean, the the whole, I guess, for lack of a better term, anger and revenge on Disney's <laughs> part. Not that it was revenge per se, but like wanting to set out and do his own thing. The drama. Yeah, the drama was started by the loss of Oswald. Yeah. It's like a hero's origin story. Kind of, yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, people say that Disney is like is a huge corporation. It is. If Disney is a huge corporation now, so it's hard. It's so it's like it's really hard for me to root for them now because suddenly huge corporations I usually don't like. But in those days, when Walt Disney got so screwed over by Charles Mintz, it's like I. I feel like the best revenge. That's, that really is the <laughs> yeah. thing. Like he stole all his animators. 
That was such a that was such but, a terrible you, idea. Yeah, like he could have just fired him. He didn't need to take everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think and Walt Disney was like oh barely making enough money even when he was working with Charles Mintz and he wanted a raise and Walt asked yeah. Mintz for a raise and Mintz refused to give him a raise and instead he fired him. So that yeah. was <laughs> such Which a would be bad enough, but it's like fine, okay. But it's like also I stole all your animators except for Ub. Yeah. Except for Ub and like, yeah. thankfully so to be fair, is the only one you really need. But still bye. Like Yeah. Which, yeah, that's like, who who needs that? So it's like, he should have. It's good that he went independent. Yeah. Like, Columbia Pictures distributed his stuff after Universal, but he didn't give Columbia the rights to Mickey Mouse. He just gave them distribution. Like, so that was the difference. Which still ended up being a good deal for them, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, as long as Walt Disney, Walt Disney just wanted to be the one in charge, that was all. Like, he, like Mickey Mouse was his. He didn't want to give Mickey Mouse to anyone. But yeah, you can see um, with this information why Walt and eventually the Disney company as a whole has been so protective over Mickey. Yeah. Like this this small thing happening to Oswald is why he's such a protected character now. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty like, hard. Yeah. Like I really like I can't even imagine what would happen if slash when Mickey Mouse becomes in the public domain. <laughs> well, <laughs> the character himself won't be because it's trademarked, but his cartoons will be. Yeah. And that's going to be interesting. The trademark won't expire, like, you know, in a hundred years or something. I think the trademark continues as long as he is continuously used or something. Oh, okay. Interesting. I know trademark is different than copyright. I'm, okay. I'm yeah. not sure exactly how different, but I know trademark, at the very least, will last much longer than copyright, copyright. if it's okay. not in perpetuity. Yeah. Like, if they stopped using Mickey Mouse for whatever reason, then definitely mm-hmm. at some point the trademark doesn't apply. Okay. Yeah. So it's like people technically can't make a okay. So when when the Mickey, let's say when Steamboat Willie comes into public domain, <laughs> they can't make new Mickey Mouse cartoons legally, but they could sell Steamboat Willie legally. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Mickey isn't in the public domain. Steamboat Willie is in the public domain, specifically <laughs> Steamboat Willie. Yeah. It's also I would like to bring this up because this does happen to Oswald later when they went back and were like, we want Oswald back. And it was interesting because all the newspapers at the time report it as though Disney bought the rights to Oswald. And that's not really what happened because Oswald is in the public domain. They they bought the physical media, didn't they? Yeah. Of, of the first twenty some shorts that were made, the Disney yeah. ones. They, I, I feel like Disney kind of like purposely fra- like wanted it to be phrased that way, so people would think Oswald is a, a Disney Has character again. Home. Yeah. yeah, I mean the the sentiment is very nice, but I'm like he's still pu- he's public domain, guys. Sorry, but his new they're like you could say since they are kind of using the character again, that version is trademarked. Yeah, uh, that's what I would assume. Plus, yeah. I also read that since they only bought the rights back to the stuff that Disney had a hand in, they left the rights to the later Oswald stuff with that company yeah. because that Oswald is part of like the Woody Woodpecker universe. So that specific design of Oswald can still be used in Woody Woodpecker cartoons if they were to do anymore. No, I think he died off already and not i mean i mean died off uh i mean like 
<laughs> they killed the mean, character. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean they killed the character, but I I don't think they use the character anymore. For no, very I don't long think time. they do. But like technically, yeah. it still is a part of that umbrella. Yeah. So I think they probably could if they wanted to, but it would be the looks completely different version. Oh yeah, later Oswald this looks completely different. There were They're so like, I, I didn't realize yeah. how many times he was redesigned until we. Yes. I started. It's actually really surprising how long he he lasted. Yeah, yeah. Like they were still doing Oswald stuff in the fifties, but he yeah. looked totally different. Yeah. Was that when he was just a white rabbit? At that point, I think he was brown. Mm. To be honest, I haven't looked into later Oswald because it doesn't have a Disney connection. It doesn't interest yeah, me that no. much. Mm. But God, that must have like always grind Walt's gears. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, like. <laughs> The fact that the character he created has been going on for so long, but 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 also they kept screwing it up. Yeah, <laughs> I would I would think though that he would take some solace in the fact that his new character completely eclipsed the other character. Yeah, like yeah. he did he did still win the the war. If there was a war, he he won. Yeah, <laughs> so I would assume that he would take some solace in that. I would have to imagine that he would because Mickey Mouse is like the most popular cartoon character. Of all time. Of all time. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. when I did like a the Disney College program and they had like a class on the history of the company. They actually did a study on like brands and their recognition all over the world. And Mickey Mouse, or at least the symbol of Mickey Mouse, like the, you know, the circle and then the two small circles yeah. was like... Mm-hmm recognized almost universally around the world i think it was like the third most popular country uh brand after like mcdonald's and i forget the other one but i mean that's pretty big okay yeah. well mcdonald's yeah. Pizza, Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> i mean the mcdonald's m is pretty iconic yeah that is true. food so it's like i could see why especially in third nation countries that might be more recognizable to them you need food more, yeah, more than you need Mickey Mouse. <laughs> and there might not be as many movie theaters for them, but still, like the, he was the most popular, like most recognize recognizable cartoon character is pretty big. Yeah, that that makes sense. But anyway, I, I guess we should go back to Oswald, poor guy. <laughs> yeah, we can move on like, to the last Disney one that we chose to talk about. It it had apparently has two names: Skyscrappers or the Skyscraper. Yeah, I, yeah, and it depends. I think it depends on which version was recovered. I'm not sure if it was lost, but I know that they have found more than one reel with a different title on it, and that's why there's two titles. I think that they might have retitled it. It might have been re-released at some point. Yeah, like after it was stolen, I think maybe they gave it a new title. I'm not sure yeah. exactly, but I'm assuming that's what happened. Yeah, it was something about something I heard about the title, like. I could be wrong about this, but I I thought that the skyscrapers I can't remember which one it was skyscrapers or the skyscraper, but one of those was what the was what they intended to call it, and the other one was what it was released as by Universal, and like that might have been what happened, but I but it's mm. blurry in my memory why exactly there was such a, a confusion with the title. Mm-hmm. I know I watched this yesterday, but I'm trying to remember what Skyscrapers was about. <laughs> so it's basically Oswald working on extraction building at a skyscraper. Okay. Hortensia yeah, is there. Assaulted by Pete. Yeah, yeah. The, bear, yeah the bear was trying to was trying to kidnap Hortensia. 
It's a it's a fun short. I do kind of feel like you could say it was remade as the Mickey Mouse cartoon building a building. Mm-hmm. And I would say it's the better one. I really like Hortensia and Oswald's relationship. Again, they kiss a lot. <laughs> There's they... so so much PDA. <laughs> they're like the, the gross couple everyone's sick of is they're so in love with each other all the time. I yeah. I kind of like how that sets them apart from Mickey and Minnie, though, because Mickey and Minnie would be like I'm I'm sure they've kissed before, but they're more chaste, I would say. Yeah. That the Hortensia and Oswald, <laughs> they just like kiss at every moment, and I kind of like how that separates them as a couple from Mickey and Minnie. It's yeah, funny exactly. because Hortensia is the proto Minnie, but she's like more in love with Oswald. Whereas Minnie, like, when she starts off with Mickey, she doesn't want to be with him. <laughs> yeah, no, the, their debut in Playing Crazy was definitely more antagonistic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enemies to lovers. Yeah. I mean, that said, like, of course she does end up loving, loving Mickey and they end up being, sweet, you know, sickingly sweet. But not, they are still not as affectionate as Oswald and Hortensia are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I kind of like that that kind of sets them apart a little bit as a couple. Yes. They're not clones of Mickey and Minnie or anything. Yeah. Or vice versa. Vice I versa. mean, I will acknowledge their prototypes. I will acknowledge that. But yeah, it, it is nice, like, character-wise that they are a little different. Mm-hmm. And I think they're adorable. The thing that I liked the most was when Oswald climbed up and he's going after Pete and it's like his chest puffing out his little stance as he's going up to fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he likes to puff up his chest a lot. I thought that was really cute. Yeah. Have you noticed Oswald goes pantless, pantsless a lot? <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, we got it. That was the <laughs> that was just a that was just a cheap gag that they just like to recycle. times. Yeah. <laughs> They did it a lot. Yeah, I feel like they didn't do it as much with Mickey. Yeah, I feel like they were try I feel like they were trying to be a little bit more classy with Mickey. I think his pants end up becoming part of his whole image. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's uh, they, they do do a lot of stuff with Minnie's underwear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well they, that started too with Hortensia, because you had in Oh What a Night. Well actually this one too. She used oh, them yeah, as a yeah, yeah. as a parachute, uh, parachute. I think. Yeah. Or maybe she lost. I don't remember how exactly it happened, but I know it happened more than once. Yeah. No, there's a lot of underwear-based gags, a lot of pants-based gags. They loved to do that like throughout the years. The t- the 20s in particular, because I know that happened with Minnie as well. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they literally did the same gag. I think they literally did the same gag with, like, you know, there was a scene in... Um, the hook? The hook, yeah, the hook. Yes. Lifting, yeah. Up her, lifting up her dress and then grabbing her by yeah. the rim of her underwear. That same thing happened in Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie, yeah. yeah. That same thing happens in Building a Building. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I mean. Yeah, it does. It was a, another reused gag. Yeah, and those cartoons came out in the same year. Oh, that's right. <laughs> He didn't waste time reusing the gag. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was like, I mean, Walt Disney probably didn't care. He was like, you're going to steal my character. Also, I'll steal the gag. Like, I don't broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Are you enjoying this episode of the podcast? Do you want more content for me and my friends on the iHeartMovies Podcast Network? We have exclusive bonus episodes, extended episodes, preview content, and more waiting for you right now on Patreon. Patrons also get the chance to request episodes, so if you want me to cover something I've never done before, sign up and let me know. Oh, so in full, uh, I, I did not watch the later Oswald cartoons. I kind of blinked on that. Did you guys? I watched the ones that were chosen, so... I watched them as well. We only have three that were not Disney that we chose to watch, and they're only from the 30s. So we did. Like, I kind of thought that they went, they just kind of ended in the 30s. I didn't realize they went past that. So I was surprised that they were all of the similar Oswald design, Mm -hmm. the three that were chosen, and none of the ones that, of the pictures that I'd seen, like when he becomes like, a white rabbit and then yeah. a cutesy brown bunny and all the other things that he's been. These were all similar design, although he did change later in Confidence and Monkey Wretches. But it was interesting to find out that for a while he stayed with his Disney design and then his other forms went on to live an even longer life. I assume because the animators were from Disney. Oh, that's a good point. Probably. Plus, I would think that they probably wouldn't want to change it right away because he, at that time, would have been a known character. <clears throat> Too drastic of a change would probably throw people off. I well, know. it wasn't really until the 40s that a lot of characters went through redesigns to utilize color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they would have wanted to, you know, use fine as is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even watch a lot of the Oswald cartoons that were like after the 30s. Like I could like I haven't watched a, like a lot of the Walter Lance cartoons from the 40s. I've seen all the Woody Woodpeckers, but other than those, like not a lot. So I'm not very knowledgeable on like later Oswald. Honestly, is anybody really is anybody like a fan of Oswald? It's a very, it's a very niche. <laughs> niche <yeah. laughs> like obviously, yeah. there's a lot of interest in Oswald now because of yeah. the whole Disney connection. But mm-hmm. is there anybody who's like, oh, I love Oswald all through the years? Oswald before he was the best man. <laughs> I, <Yeah>. don't, <laughs> I don't know anybody. Yeah, that would be interesting to hear from somebody who was like. Oh, I I actually like it better in the fifties. <laughs> I'm sure there's got to be somebody, somebody out there. One thing that made these cartoons stand out, from what I remember, is I think these three that we picked, these all had dialogue, right? Compared to the Disney ones. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, mm-hmm. the first one, Africa, was it was more a song than it was dialogue. Correct. Like, this was really it, it seemed like it was more like a five yeah. minute music video almost. Yeah. This was the debut yeah. of his theme song, which I didn't even know he had a theme song. Yeah. I didn't know he had a theme song. It was pretty catchy. It was a good theme song. How does it go? Oh, God, I forget, like, but it was catchy. Right? It was like, <laughs> the theme song, it, it went like, um, let me let me try to remember, it was like, Lucky, Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. Lucky, Oswald Rabbit, Nicest yeah. Rabbit, Rabbit, That's You Ever Knew. Like, oh, yeah, you was, know what? I have heard that. Yeah. Lucky yeah, it must habit. have been another video I saw. Lucky Oswald. Yeah, it's coming back to me now. Yeah, technically not associated with the Disney Oswald, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. That was a good one. 
But that, it's, that it's, still, it's still catchy enough that I'm probably going to use it as the opening to this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you should. You Disclaimer, should. it's not used in any of the Disney Oswald cartoons. Yes, no, but, it's definitely yeah. not. But he still looked relatively like his Disney character in this cartoon. I always yeah. wondered if they used it as like background music or like a late motif in like some of the like video games, like Epic Mickey in the Oswald scene. Do they have this theme song in the background or? I, I would it. doubt it because this wasn't part of Disney's canon. Yeah, so no, when, yeah, I, I don't they, think yeah. they bothered with these cartoons, like mm-hmm. trying, like getting the quote unquote rights to them. Yeah, they got the rights to the early ones, and this was late enough. Like Disney had no involvement with this, so I don't think they would own the rights. I chose this one to, for us to talk about, though, because I like really loved like the uh, music. It was like a great. The whole thing was like a nice jazzy music video yeah and everything i love about rubber hose cartoons is basically in this film mm-hmm. too because the gags are also really good too mm-hmm. good gags good music yeah this one this one was my favorite of the non-disney oswald ones that i've watched yeah and like also also the there was like the animation credits was interesting too because like tex avery animated on this mm. i think and like Clyde Walter Jer- Lance directed it, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clyde Jeronimi was an animator on it. He's and if Disney fans know him because he's like directed a lot of Pluto cartoons and he also was like a film director on Cinderella, I think, and Alice in Wonderland and Peter Pan. Mm. And also Pinto Colvig, who's the voice of Goofy, was an animator on this too. He also apparently voiced Oswald later on. There was I was surprised. Apparently there's a lot of people have voiced Oswald over the yeah. years, men and women. Like June Foray has been an Oswald voice. And Mickey Rooney, when he was a child, was an Oswald voice. Oh yeah, the yes. voice credits on the Wikipedia page is insane. Yeah, there is it's I don't think there's any real definitive Oswald voice. It changed yeah, that's probably Well, in the next one, Confidence, his voice changed multiple times in the cartoon. Within at one point cartoon. it sounded like a woman. <laughs> at one point he had a deep voice. It was weird. Oh, yeah, you're right. I didn't even notice that, but you're right about that. Yeah. Confidence was just it was like, oh, this is a propaganda film, I see. This is a weird film. It really is. This is really FDR was. propaganda film right here. <laughs> basically you know the, the first the confidence the first time i ever saw confidence well i think it was a bonus cartoon on the woody woodpecker dvd and i knew walter lance had made oswald cartoons but i didn't know he made political cartoons that tried to cheer people up during the great depression i'm like, sure the government uh, told him to do this <laughs> if, yeah i wouldn't be surprised that's just that totally seems like a government cartoon. And it came out in 1933, which I think was the same year Three Little Pigs came out, Disney's film. And and people mm-hmm. call that film a Great Depression allegory, but this one was way more direct. It wasn't even an allegory. I was just going to say, this is barely an allegory. No, this is not an allegory. You have a giant <laughs> ghost death thing with, with depression <laughs> written no, across was... his entire body. Traveling all, across, all around the world. It literally, exactly. It wasn't an allegory. It was literally about the depression. And, and, the guy, and Oswald goes to the doctors like, no, no, that's the doctor. He points to FDR. <laughs> you go talk to FDR. He goes I, right up, the, yeah. up the stairs to the White House. FDR yeah, like, just literally. be more confident, man. His whole his whole thing was just basically just get over it. 
Yeah. <laughs> just be happy. Yeah. Yeah. It was super, it's super simplistic, but I did think it was interesting. It was like a nice little political uh, propaganda of, from Time Capsule. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Literally, that's the whole chicken coop scene. That reminded me of Chicken Run, though. <laughs> the, my, the, I think my favorite part was the depressed rooster <laughs> sadly uh, crowing. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's a nice, that was a nice touch, that sad rooster animation. When the small chicken comes up with the big, the big egg, and, and Oswald's like impressed, like, wow, good job. You laid that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's the big other chicken with the small egg. He's like, you can do better than that. You can do better than that. Yeah. Anyway, so the other one was munch- monkey wrenches. Mon- monkey wrenches. Monkey wretches. Meanie, miney, and mo. Like, just basically a cartoon, like uh, another another non Disney Universal Oswald cartoon about Oswald basically buying three monkeys from someone, and the monkeys. Oh, the way that opened up was terrifying. <laughs> I just don't like this design of Oswald. I just really don't. Uh, the, the Oswald design goes through goes through it through the years. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Apparently, yeah. this is the last one with the that, that design. design. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> After that cartoon, they changed him. They made it for white, and he looks even more like a real rabbit. Like I think, like this one, he's a pawn shop owner, so the owner of the. The monkeys is trying to sell the monkeys to him, and they're haggling over the price. Yeah, that's what I know. I, I ain't paid you more than two bucks like for this. Touchy baby <laughs> that's one of my favorite things about this cartoon is the is the gag that opens and closes the cartoon where they're both haggling. Exactly, yeah. they're both haggling, and then the funny thing about it is every time they haggle, and they it doesn't work. They don't. They, the haggling doesn't get them anywhere, but they still agree to sell <laughs> because <laughs> that's how little. They want the monkeys. <laughs> they just, well, they, okay, fine, forget the haggling. I'll just sell it whatever you want. That's, that's basically what ends up happening. At the end, he sells it for $500. So that guy, the owner of the monkeys, he he has that's his business plan. <laughs> I was so just going to say that, that's how he must earn a living is selling people these monkeys and then <laughs> getting paid to take them away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's this nice. dog looks more like Pluto than the other dog does. Oh yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I was actually that was a, one of the reasons why I chose this cartoon is because yeah, like uh, the, there's a dog in this, a Great Dane named Elmer. Yeah, I o- can o- believe he's a proto Pluto. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Oswald got a dog, a Great Dane named Elmer in 1935. This wasn't the first cartoon he appeared in. He appeared in an earlier cartoon, but this is one of the ones he appeared in. And and I haven't read this anywhere, and this isn't official. I'm just guessing this, but I assume that the reason why they created Elmer was to was because Disney had so much success Pluto. with Pluto, and they and then then Walter Lance wanted his own Pluto, so he created a dog for Oswald because they yeah, had a dog. He, he really does look a lot like Pluto. Yeah, and he's sort of similar to Pluto in personality too. So it seems like yeah, he some, really is. Yeah, that was something I thought was interesting to point out. It is interesting. I was interested that the monkeys were apparently were so popular that they ended up getting their own shorts after this. Yeah, what? really? 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. They were called Meanie, Miney, and Mo, and then they ended up making multiple shorts, uh, animated shorts with those three monkey characters. I, I didn't realize people liked it that much. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I thought they were annoying. <laughs> exactly. The movies were another time. They were. Yeah. 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 People loved those monkeys for some reason. Those monkeys. They the monkeys weren't like super popular, like on the level of Bug Bunny or anything. But they were popular enough to like, like, yeah. like Mark, like Mark said, they had their own series. Well, I learned things today. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact. I can't get over how much he looks like Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not even that subtle. It's not subtle. I literally think they were Walter Lance was trying to capitalize on the success of Pluto. Did you say you worked like you directed some Pluto cartoons? I said Clyde Geronimi directed some Pluto cartoons. The the guy who animated on some of the Walter Lance cartoons. Okay. Walter, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walter Lance never worked for Disney. Yeah, that's what I thought. Did Clyde work on this by any chance? Oh, um, I don't know. He might have. I know he, 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 there's a chance he might have worked on some cartoons with that dog in it. Yeah, because I don't know, just the vibe is so similar. Although I tell, I can't remember when Clyde Geronimi started working for Disney. And I think that was probably sometime in the 30s. And that was around the time Elmer was introduced. And I don't know which came first, but I would assume Clyde Geronimi joined Disney before Elmer got introduced. That's what I would guess. Oh, no. He, he joined Disney in 1931. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought Clyde yeah. Jerry, sometime in the early 30s, I assumed he joined Disney. So, yeah. It's just so weird. It, it really resembles Pluto. I can't. Okay. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, Clyde Jeronimi, yeah. He animated on Africa in 1930. So, he must have joined Disney very closely after working on that film. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. Can't say I care for the monkeys that much. <laughs> you no, just watch that Can't believe anyone said that. Yeah, the monkeys weren't that interesting as characters. They were just sort of like classic troublemaker, like cartoon characters who were just causing mayhem. Like yes, I don't depression. Know. People, people in depression. They needed that. <laughs> they need to see that. <laughs> Someone sticking to them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I like the Oswalds after. I was looking at the designs of Oswald after that one. I don't really like them either. That white rabbit one just looks so weird. I don't like the white one. He looks in that weird hybrid of trying to be realistic but cartoony. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. Like, yeah. The brown one is a little bit better of a mix between cartoon and real, you know, like a, a bunny, but it doesn't look like Oswald to me. No. So, Every time he changed, he looked less like Oswald. He really does. <laughs> Yeah, which might have been because he he might have lost popularity, so they tried to change him so that so they could gain more popularity, and that just kept backfiring and backfiring, and that's what I assume. It does look a tiny bit like Bugs Bunny in that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought I thought so too. I thought he kind like of early Bugs Bunny. vaguely resembled early Bugs Bunny. Yeah, but you know, maybe I'm just too big on the Disney Kool Aid or something. I'm just like. <laughs> I think the Disney design was the best. No, I think. I mean, I agree. Right. So. I mean, yeah. yeah, I think so too. Like, and it's the one Disney is currently using. If you see the new cartoons they're making with those, yeah, he's cute. Mm-hmm. No reason to change. 
anyway, so we talk about the new ones? Yeah, we'll fast forward to the two thousands when they got him back. Yeah. yeah, he hasn't he hasn't been in a whole lot though. I I kind of thought surprising. that there would, been, there would have been more stuff. I feel they didn't know how to reintroduce him to. No, probably not. I I think they wanted to introduce him back, but at the same time, it was you know you don't want to like force him in inorganically. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. then it just feels weird. Like I kind of remember remember when Roger Rabbit like they were trying to set up Roger Rabbit as like the new member of the gang in the 90s oh yeah because he was in he was part of toontown yeah Uh, well he was really popular they were setting him up like at least in the parks they're setting him up all over the parks because you guys you guys actually have a roger rabbit ride at disneyland right oh yeah we do yeah uh we just recently refurbished it now it's jessica rabbit she's a detective uh (laughs) i haven't been on it yet (laughs) yeah um opinions are had yeah but anyway <laughs> opinions like are always had like the right yeah. <laughs> yeah. um i don't know if i'd say it was necessary but you know it, it, anyway what it's yeah they technically technically they still have a roger rabbit ride though yeah roger rabbit is in it but roger rabbit he's, is in it. Yeah. he's in it he's it's still named after him he's still there the end <laughs> the end but it's you know you can't meet the character anymore uh you can't really buy merch with him or when there is merch it's, it's very limited you know like stock i mean yeah it's it, it, i mean it's kind of hard to sell stuff with him because is is, is roger rabbit relevant anymore is kind of the question i still love roger rabbit i think he was unfairly killed off but <laughs> yeah but even when he was popular at the time, even then, when they were kind of like trying to set him up as like a new member of the Sensational Six, mm-hmm. it felt in it. Did, it still felt off to me. So I feel like they didn't want to do that with Oswald, uh... even though like you could say he belongs there. But I, I think forcing him on people would have made it awkward. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like that. That seems fair and that seems probably right to me because they went ever since they got back the rights to the character in i think it was 2006 when bob Iger got uh, oswald back yeah they haven't really been forcing him on us that often you don't see him that often ever since then like you like the first time oswald and hortensia actually joined the parks as like meet and greet characters. I think that I think that took. It actually took a while for that. Yeah, it took a while for that. Yeah, like. And most people still didn't recognize him. Only the major fans. Well, I can't really blame them. At least for kids, like who who's gonna know who these obscure characters from pre Walt Disney World were? Yeah, sure. If you haven't seen any of the Oswald shorts, where would you recognize Oswald from? From. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just Epic Mickey, which, to be honest, not a lot of kids are playing Epic Mickey. Yeah. I, I always wanted to play Epic Mickey when it came out, but I did not have a Wii. So I was always hoping to make it for the PC, but they never did. I mm. liked that, um, at least here, at, so Oswald is not at Disneyland. He's at Disney's California Adventure. Yeah. Hortensia is there, too, isn't she? Is she? I, I know she's in. She's kind of like a really rare character. Um, I am. She is available. Like she's possible. 
I I remember something about that because I remember I was surprised when I learned that like that Hortensia was actually in cost a costume character of Hortensia was with Oswald I think in Disney California Adventure but I'm not sure. I think she was actually either in Tokyo or Disneyland. I think okay. they had her here as a special event. Oh, it might have been um, a special event. Yeah, but she's not like every day. Okay. Characters are kind of weird here. I I shouldn't go too much into it. Oh, but, I don't know enough about yeah. it either. Yeah, but anyway, um, so one of his history is kind of based off 1920s Los Angeles. So having an old timey cartoon already kind of fits in. And then right. they they gave him a, a gas station. And at first they had him on like the other side of one of his history. People came in, so like on the right, meet and greet there and. People really didn't know who he was. I met him quite a few times. And every time, it'd be like, hi, Oswald. And uh, the character tenant would be like, she knows who you are. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, dear. Um, and, yeah. So then they did this very simple move where they moved him across the street right in front of the gas station bearing his name. And that weirdly worked really, really well. Because um, people were like, oh, that's the character there. His name is Oswald. And so even though they didn't know who he was, like they were introduced to him through mm-hmm. this gas station sign and him being there. Oh, and that's now what his, I was... merch, his merch is getting really popular. Like it's, that was a smart move. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a smart move. It's more subtle. I feel like, you know, it's not like forcing him in your face. It's kind of like, hey, here he is. Do you like him? And it's like, you do? Okay. Well, here's. I am merch. Yeah, here's his merch if you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People like, yeah, people are like, yeah, I'll take his merch. It's not the Mickey Mouse here, so... <laughs> Didn't they sell Oswald ears for a while? Oh, yeah, they're still selling Oswald ears. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's like a new version for the 100th anniversary. Uh, oh, that's cool. They're very popular. Uh, there's also this really popular sweatshirt with Oswald with the blue crayon, which is really weird because I saw it and I was like, isn't that like rip off of Harold and the purple crayon. That's, that's what but, I thought when you just mentioned it. Yeah, <laughs> but okay. But I'm seeing a lot of people wear it, so I guess they like it. Random. Okay. It is random. I'm like, did they get permission from Harold? I don't understand. He, he never has a crayon, right? Like Harold doesn't own the concept of crayons. <laughs> <laughs> it's very... It really looks like Harold and the purple crayon, though. Like, it really does. But anyway, they're kind of like just letting people buy the merch and be introduced in a little organically like that. And I think that's the smarter move than like trying to force them in. I would like to see more like individual cartoons. Yeah. So I think this new cartoon is the right step in a way. Yeah. It just came out like last December, I think. Yeah. yeah it's pretty basic. It's very short. It's only a minute. Not yeah. much else. Yeah, not much else happens. I kind of wish they made it feel a little bit more old timey. It feels a little too digital to me. Uh, that's that was my complaint with the, a lot of new cartoons, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, or it might be interesting if they did it in the style of the new Mickey Mouse cartoons, since the the kids seem to love it. So why not? I, I think that would work. It would work. See that yeah. Mm, yeah, probably. Wasn't weren't they planning? A series at one point, but I think something happened and it's no longer in production. I have no idea. It wouldn't surprise me. I haven't heard of that. I, I think probably a lot of ideas have come up internally for how to use Oswald, and they just ended up using 
the more careful route of introducing him slowly. Yeah, he's basically just kind of been reduced to glorified cameos. Yeah. Because, like, his first appearance was a cameo in Get a Horse, which I didn't even know. Like, I had mm. I had to look sure. super close and pause the movie to see him. I love Get a Horse. I love Get a Horse. That's a great cartoon, but I didn't notice Oswald was in that either. Yeah. He peeks out from behind the curtain for, like, three frames. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If that. It's so short. Very He's like, funny. I'm here. <laughs> I think that was right after they got the rights back. Yeah. So that was uh, that was his first appearance in anything Disney. So maybe that was the point of it. Was like, hey, he's back. Yeah. We happen to be making this cartoon based off old Mickey Mouse cartoons while we're getting him back. So why don't we just do a little cameo? There, there he is. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of his other cameos are they seem like he, they're cameos, but they seem to hardly count. Like, he's in, like, background art or graffiti in, like, Big Hero 6, Zootopia. Yeah. I think he was in Chippendale Rescue Rangers, like, as graffiti. Just graffiti, not the character. Which, if you're going to have him as a character, that would have been the perfect place to use him. That would have been that Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. At least that scene in Disney World. (laughs) That was some weird stuff, though. I'm kind of glad they didn't. (laughs) That was a weird movie. I'm just saying. It was a weird movie. (laughs) It was. It was better than I thought it was going to be, but it was still... It was still weird. Something. (laughs) I mean, there was a lot of things I enjoyed about it, but there was just a lot of weirdness, too. I think I feel the same way. (laughs) Anyway, not not to get distracted with another movie. um, (laughs) Yeah, they haven't really done that much with them besides, like, Epic Mickey, uh, which, has anybody played that? I have not. I wanted to, but I didn't have a uh, Wii at the time. I mean, I still don't, but <laughs> like it would need to be re-released on something that I could actually play it on to actually be able to play it. So Anything, no, uh, I haven't played it. I was always wish, hoping for it to go on the Wii, but it never did. But the second one did come on PC, but I just never got it. I do, I do own a Wii, but I never got that game because I always thought it was sort of an interesting game. Like, oh, that a game. It's a cult. weird game. I've never played it. I've watched Let's Plays. It's just <laughs> a weird game. I've watched the Let's Plays too. It is a weird game. It's like it's basically about Mickey entering a wasteland of forgotten Disney characters, and Oswald mm. was the villain of the <laughs> video. He was and the villain. Which is a weird way to introduce him. Yeah, he was the villain. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Hortensia was his wife, and he made a statue of Walt Disney holding Oswald's hand in the wasteland same as the one where Walt's holding Mickey's hand. Yeah. So it was sort of a it was sort of sad. There was sort of, sort, of, sort of sort of like a sad context to that because he was the forgotten one and he wanted to be Walt Disney's greatest creation. Well, but he was... A lot of it in the it's just a, a worked version of Disneyland. Yeah, it was sort of a worked mm. version in that game. And in Epic Mickey 2, the the Oswald was a playable character and he had a and he was voiced he actually had a voice. He was voiced by Frank Welker, I think. And he oh, did he not have a voice in the first game? No, I don't think. I, I, I don't think they. The first game had spoken dialogue. I. I, oh, okay. I, I well, I've yeah, seen I, clips. I've seen clips with two different. Like I thought it was two different games. Maybe it's not. Maybe there's a in-game reason for this. But in one clip, they were speaking, but they were speaking gibberish, and then the words were were on screen below. 
I mean, that happens a lot in games. Yeah, but then there was also like actual spoken dialogue in the other clip that I watched. That would have been the Frank Welker one. Yeah, but it sounded the same. So I think Frank Welker did the did the voice mm-hmm. in both instances. But I I I guess I assumed that in the first one they did it with the gibberish, and then by the second one they were like, well, let's actually do dialogue this time. But maybe there was an in-game reason. I don't know. One thing I will say about this new uh, cartoon was when I watched this for the first time a couple months ago when it debuted, I thought it was, you know, it was okay. It was just a minute long. I didn't really think one thing or another. But then when I rewatched it yesterday for this, I was able to recognize like, oh, that's Hortensia. And oh, he's kissing her again, like how he kissed her in, you know, those old cartoons. So he broke off his foot and kissed his foot again, like how he did in the old cartoons. (laughs) I was able to see the callbacks. But uh, that is nice. Yeah. It felt like callbacks for callbacks sake, but I yeah. I appreciate the effort. Well, it's it's something, so something. Yeah. And Eric Goldberg is my like it's probably my favorite Disney animator of all time, so anytime mm. he I am always happy about that. It's a cute concept to make a new Oswald cartoon for the 100th. Oh. Yeah. Nice. It's kind of weird though because they're denying that the about the like they're not acknowledging the Alice comedies, but whatever, okay. They really should do something for the Alice comedies. I mean, it's really weird though, but they're not acknowledging it. I thought I would see something about at least the first one, and I haven't seen anything. And I'm like, guys, that's the date you're celebrating. It's yeah, 2023. Yeah. Like 1923. So, what, you know, I'm like, do they not want them to know about the KKK episode? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if, they're, if they can hide Song of the South, they can hide that one. Oh, no, they can't. It's on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, Song of the South is online, too, if you know where to look. True. I, True. Song of the South was on YouTube, never do. that's how I saw it. Oh, oh right. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah, so the, some people will never look it up. They'll just go off of headlines. I, True. They, Disney might just be looking at the Alice comedies, and they might just innocently be thinking, "I don't know what to do with these. How do we acknowledge this? Do we remake this as a series? What do we do?" It's just weird, though. It's like, oh, it doesn't have Mickey or Oswald. Oh, it's just... <laughs> you know, especially the first one. It's not Julius isn't even in it. So, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess it's just they don't know what to do with it. So That's what I. That's what I assume they probably like, because that's a hard one to sort of like bring back because it's like, yeah, it, it was a fascinating series at the time when it came out because no one had ever seen a live action girl in a cartoon world before. But like, yeah. now we like, see that all the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. And Virginia yeah. Davis was very unique, I think. Like, mm-hmm. it would be hard to replicate her. I think it would be a little difficult to direct a, a child actress in a silent film way nowadays. Yeah. And those cartoons don't hold up as well as the Oswald one. They're slower. Yeah, yeah that, that's true as well. And they don't didn't age as well. But that's uh, like trying to talk to people who were involved back then would be interesting. But anyway, I don't think she's still alive, though. I think she died. No, she died, yeah. Yeah. Is there anybody from the Alice comedies who's still alive? Hmm. Most likely yeah. not. Yeah. I, I can't remember. They would be quite old if they were, because that was... The- a hundred years ago, so yeah, yeah, that's why I doubt it. Yeah, Virginia Davis yeah. died in 2009 at the age of 90. Oh, that was recent, nah, 2009. Yeah, I'm thinking like she had a bunch of kid friends, but then again, they might not even know who all of them were. Yeah, they're, 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 they would be 
nameless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can't track them down. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, Oswald. Yeah. So I could see why they chose Oswald to make a new cartoon for. But the silence on the Alice comedies is just very strange, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I saw the uh, the Japanese one you posted as well. I was yeah, not that aware was of interesting. That I'd never heard yeah. of that before I found it randomly on YouTube. Yeah. I saw your post late, so I didn't get to watch it. I enjoyed the new Disney one a little bit more, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was cute. It, there really wasn't much to it, because it was described as a like a greeting card. Yeah. So I'm assuming it was something like the e-cards that there used to be when I was a kid slash teenager. Just a short you animation. Send it to, I guess you just send it to someone. Oh, e-cards. Yeah. Those were a thing. Good times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who does e-cards anymore? I guess if anything, I could see Japan still sending e-cards. I think that cartoon <laughs> was from 2014. It said. Grandma was sending up until a few years ago. <laughs> I think it was 2013. Shockingly recent for an e-card. <laughs> I know Oswald is super popular in Japan. Everything is popular in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of true, yeah. Heck, the, the Universal Oswald is probably popular in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll find our Oswald expert over there. There we go. Yeah, if we're going to find him anyway, it's going to be that country. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate that they like things. But yeah, they, they, like they do really. <laughs> yeah, they no, they really like Oswald and their Tantia. No, like we know in Japan, like something they go like big. They like they really like show it. their enthusiasm. I wish that we could take a leaf out of their book in some aspects. Like their merch is mm, great. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I am so annoyed that Disney's American branch of merchandise does not take more leaves out of their book. Oh my god! It, 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 a lot of things about Japan, America should like take the leaf out of their whatever your expression was. Like <laughs> it was a weird expression. I should have said pages, but I said leaves. I woke up today feeling stupid. Um, so that's what you're getting. <laughs> we know what you meant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you got it. I'm like, but make, I, a, I, make like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> no, I agree with. I basically agree with you. Is what I'm saying. But yeah, I mean, meanwhile, Amer- like Disney American merchandise are like, yeah. How can we make this ugly? Hmm. Yes, here we go. Yes, this will appeal to the masses. I feel like Japan is just naturally good at like merchandising things. They just they just know how to make things appealing. Like I don't know what it is. Yeah, I think it's a culture of the people. I think that helps too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's, there, there's culture, but it's strange because you look at some of the products and you're like, that would definitely sell really well here, but they just don't. Like, especially like nerd stuff. Like, there's some stuff where, like, okay, for instance, Alice in Wonderland, their Alice in Wonderland merch is to die for. They yeah. have multiple three spouted teacup, teapots. And it's like, oh, this would do really well over here. Why don't they bring it over? And so they, okay, so Disney, Disney America gets the mold for their teapot and they're what do they do with it they make it black and ugly and checkered and i'm like why <laughs> why it's the same mold what why did you do that uh, yeah i was I so upset yeah it's like 
I don't know why they do that. It's not like American consumers have ever like indicated that they disliked Japan in any way. We love Japan. We always buy their stuff. It's not like yeah, why. Yeah, like they're just like, oh, this is a really cute teapot mold. Let's make it ugly. That that they'll buy it. Maybe they were trying to market it towards the emo fans of the 2010 yeah. version, which is weird because it had the Disney 1951 Disney Alice characters on it. And I'm like, this is incongruous. <laughs> the Burton fans aren't going to buy this because it's not the Burton Alice. The Disney fans are not going to buy this because it's not the Disney Alice. But what do I know? People bought it because there's no taste in the world. <laughs> I refused. <laughs> I refused on principle. I was so upset. Well, I get the last Oswald thing that I wanted to talk about. Did I forgot to post it in our chat but did you guys watch that ad from the company givenchy no no okay well it was it's a so it's so random it's so weird it's it short it's a minute let me find a link for we you we can, you watch, can it watch it really it quick now. i'm assuming it's this live action person holding balloons on a balcony with oswald yes the whole thing I, I, it's cute it has good animation but the whole thing is just oswald interacting with these models and like flirting with the female models. It's just, it's kind of, it's just random. It's like, why is this a Excuse thing? Excuse me, he's happily married. <laughs> yes. Very happily married. Why is he doing flirting with the females? I see this. <laughs> well, this might be a take place before he meets Hortensia. <laughs> this is a, a timeline where this takes place before you met her. Yes. <laughs> but it looks like modern day humans. This is in the alternate timeline from the Poor Papa short. This is after he ran away from all the babies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow, that was weird. Um, <laughs> if anything, I would actually say the animation was better than the live action. Yeah. Live action oh, is awful. Animation is amazing. Like, it looks nice. Like It looks good. But it's just like, why is this a thing? Like I've never even heard of Givenchy, but apparently it's like this... <laughs> really old respected company like they did costumes for a bunch of old audrey hepburn movies like they did all the clothes for sabrina and i think it's funny girl or funny face or something whatever like her big movies and i've never heard of them <laughs> but also i'm poor so <laughs> i mean i've heard of them but i'm not really that into like buying designer clothes and stuff i don't know i think yeah, it was fashion it just seems such a weird combination. Like, why is Givenchy doing Oswald merch? I'd say this is actually better animation than what they did for the 100th anniversary cartoon, to be honest. <laughs> I kind of was thinking that too, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, though I know that one, they were trying to make it look older, I guess. Yeah. But if they went forward with like actually doing the new Oswald series, I, I think he would look great like this. Yeah. Just to, this is all they need to do. Oh, I'm watching it right now, and it looks like Oswald is break dancing. And like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's hip, guys. He's with it. He's just like Mickey, like that. <laughs> I like the bat part. That was hilarious. Did you ever see like the 90th anniversary Mickey Mouse stuff, where he's like the character is going around the world dancing with people in different oh. countries? I no. think I know what you're talking. About. Yeah, I believe he does not break dancing, but something pretty similar at some point. I remember as I, I you talk about the Mickey Mouse 60th anniversary. I think there was a 60th anniversary where he did stuff like that. 
Oh no, the ninetieth. Ninetieth. Oh, that was recent. Um. Yeah. What we got is sunshine for days. It, we played that a lot, but uh, yeah, I don't see the point. But it's cute. Yeah, there's probably some behind the scenes history that we don't know of. It'll be interesting to know, like you say, why? Why the heck was this? Oh, it's for this. Okay, so part of it is Lunar New Year 2023, apparently. Lunar New Year? Oh, for the Chinese New Year? Yes, because it's the year of the rabbit. Oh, oh is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, that's right. part that of sense. it. Yeah. And that's Disney's, is that Disney's, I guess, their number one rabbit they can market? This is the House of Givenchy is pleased to present a brand new capsule collection in collaboration with Disney starring Oswald the Lucky Rabbit in celebration of the Lunar New Year 2023 and Disney's 100th, 100th anniversary. Okay, so I guess the timing of that was why they decided to do Oswald. Hmm. It's still sort of interesting how, like, uh, it seems like ever since Disney got Oswald back in 2006, it seems like they haven't really, they, they've been super low-key about implementing him anywhere. And this is the kind of thing I'm talking about when, like, that seems sort of, like, random and, like, very small kind of appearance. Nothing really huge. No big movie, no big TV series. And that's sort of interesting because you would think that if they had decided to get go through the trouble of getting him back, that they would have had a bigger plan for him by now. I think being low-key was kind of the right way, but I think it's time. Yeah. And I think a really good way to reintroduce him, um, which kind of leads so next to the next thing, the new Mickey Mouse shorts where he made a cameo in the in the short Canned. And, and Oh, yeah. Which is a little insulting. Uh, yeah, he, was, he was literally trash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mickey shovels him into the trash. But he has a design in that series now. Why yeah. not make him a reoccurring character? It doesn't even need to be big at first. Just have him show up more and more. And that, I think that would be the perfect introduction. Have they done any new episodes of that series in a while? I feel like I haven't seen any for quite a while. Maybe I don't know. It's not over, is it? It's, I don't think it's, it's, it's over, technically. It's not over. It's not over. The, the, the wonderful world of Mickey Mouse, the new version that's on Disney+, Plus. They, the, yeah. the, the last episodes of that they showed were the ones that were themed around the seasons the yeah, wonderful that's, that's the last i've watched yeah those were the last ones that they aired and they haven't done anything since those but but they went through all the seasons now so i guess and i think those were the season season finales um and so i think if they get back to it it's going to be a new season but they haven't announced anything yet it's kind of weird, though, because Cans was, like, what, five years ago? And I still haven't done much with anything with Oswald? Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's like you said, that, like, I, when you say that low-key is the right way to go, I agree. I, I think low-key... But key... it's been long enough, in my opinion, and yeah. I feel like they could have done a little bit more, like, I feel like this series would have been the perfect way to reintroduce him a little bit more in the, like, as a recurring character in this series in the background or whatever, and they just didn't do it. It's just this mm-hmm. one-off. It's not too late. They could still do it. You know, I, I heard that they were going to... I I, I think... didn't Jonathan, didn't you say that you heard that they were going to make a... I heard something was in the works, but I don't know if it fell through or what. I could have sworn I heard something like that, too. Like, uh, And I was, it might have been from the same 
people who created the legend of the three caballeros they were mm. going to work on it and oh that- now that was weird <laughs> <laughs> you remember that show yeah well what was also weird about it was it never premiered in america that was weird well it did when disney plus came out yeah, i figured they like must have saved later. it for disney plus yeah yeah it was weird. When Disney Plus first came out, that was one of the first things I watched. I was rushed to that show because I wanted because I because like you said, it was like weird how it never came out in America until then. But it was I'm glad it did when Disney Plus came out. Yeah. So, I, but I feel like there's something weird about Disney in that show. If people involved in that show were like thinking of doing something with Oswald. I guess I could see whatever Disney had that was weird about that show. They they didn't want them to do anything with Oswald. Maybe, maybe. They're kind of protective of Oswald now, too. Yeah, maybe Disney doesn't even want to do anything with Oswald. They're like, the nerds give us a lot of money <laughs> for the Oswald merch because they're like, they're like Disney hipsters. You know, do you want to lose that? <laughs> Disney hipsters is the perfect description. <laughs> God, I, please kill me if anyone ever calls me one of those. I'll be a Disney hipster. I'll go and buy some Oswald ears. Oh, you want to be a Disney hipster? I just don't like the word hipster. That's just me. I, I make a lot of hipster jokes, but no, there are Disney hipsters. Yeah. They're very close to nerds, but kind of also not. I'm I'm much happier to be called a nerd. I'm fine with nerd. Yeah, I'm a nerd or a geek. Yeah. Anyway, so they're much. like, we make so much money off the nerds slash hipsters. Do we really want to make him a popular character again? I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. Well, I found something on Wikipedia about it. It says a series centered on Oswald was in development with the project announced in 2019 for a potential release on Disney+. Plus. Disney television animation veteran Matt Danner revealed that a series was in development as a follow-up for the team behind Legend of the Three Caballeros, ah. but that they got broken up and scattered to the wind. He expressed hope that the series could still be revived in the future and further hinted that another team would develop it as Disney was still heavily invested in wanting to revive the character. It's probably the timing of the pandemic. Oh, you could be right. Because I I remember uh, DuckTales got really hairy there. Like, and DuckTales was doing really good, but they were working on a new season and then it was lockdown. And they they ended DuckTales. They did yeah, give they, it a, a they had three seasons, ending. though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I, I I have to assume that's why then. Just bad, really bad timing. It could be. Well, hopefully, it can be revived again then. Yeah. I, w- I wish the guys who made Legend of the Three Caballeros were the ones making it because I really loved Legend of the Three Caballeros. I thought that was a really good show. I wonder what they would do with it. That's a good question. What do you do if you were going to make an Oswald show? What do, what ep- what are the episodes of that going to be about? Like, and that's the other issue why they haven't made one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they couldn't figure it out. Well, I, mean, it's, I don't know. I feel like doing something like the new Mickey Mouse shorts would work really well. Yeah. I, mean, I think you hide kind of why I would prefer for Oswald just to become a character in them, but, you know, whatever. I, th- I feel like that would work better than something like The Legend of the Three Caballeros because that was an episodic half-hour TV show. And I don't know if Oswald has enough story to sustain something like that. Although with The Legend of the Three Caballeros, it's kind of a similar thing where they took three characters from something kind of obscure and gave them their own lore. 
So maybe they could make up some new lore for Oswald. Jose is really popular in Brazil, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Jose is, is a Brazilian parent, so that he represents Brazil. That's why they like him, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had his own comic series. Wow. Yeah. But in terms of what they could do now, I do think that the shorts, especially like the, the Paul Rudish shorts, would be the best vehicle for Oswald. I love the Paul Rudish Mickey Mouse shorts. They like any series that that team works on, I'll watch. Yeah. I guess thinking about it, maybe they haven't introduced him to Mickey Mouse shorts because they want him to have his own thing. It could be. It could be, but like, what is that thing already? Is what I want to know. What, yeah. are, what do they want to do with him? It's time, guys. It's time. <laughs> you've, you've been low key. We appreciate it, but it's come on. Disney's listening. <laughs> yeah, I know they listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They maybe they don't even know what they want yet. I'm sure. I'm sure there's. They still need to discuss what they want to do. Yeah. Well, they already have you on staff. They just need to figure out that you're a wealth of ideas. And they can promote <laughs> you from yeah. just, 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 just hire Jenna. Just hire her, and everything will be fine with your company. I mean, technically, this. I am hired. Well, hire um, her, and I better. <laughs> collaborative position i don't really have ideas for oswald though but just it's time <laughs> it's time oswald is a worker in it is in as a, a cast member in disneyland and he's oh, he, has to, he has to deal with mickey and he's like, oh my gosh you egotistical <laughs> sure. okay like it wasn't for me you wouldn't be around <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And he's like, if it wasn't for me, it'd be in the trash can where I left you. <laughs> See, we do need to hire you. This is perfect. I would watch this. I would watch that too. Oswald working at Disneyland. That would be a great show. Every episode is about how he plans his revenge on Mickey. Yeah. And it's like it's like Wiley e. Coyote in the Roadrunner. He always fails. He always fails. Yep. But he tries, and that's and you root for him, and therein lies the the slapstick and the... that that bring him back to his old grumpy self persona from poor Papa. <laughs> yeah, that's never gonna happen. Full circle, we go full circle. They don't want Mickey to be the bad guy, but it would be funny. <laughs> or maybe he's not really the bad guy; he's kind of an antagonist. But over time, they start having to work together because they're the bigger bad guy. I guess it's epic, Mickey. <laughs> Mickey can take on Pete's role in like Goof Troop. Like he's not really <laughs> the bad guy, he's just an antagonist. Yeah, that's what <laughs> perfect. Like, yeah, there we go. We figured it out. Too much. You're welcome, Disney. <laughs> you got it now. Yeah. Send all the royalties over to Jenna. <laughs> Pay Jenna her check now. <laughs> Actually, I, I already signed a contract that all my ideas are theirs, so it's it's fine. Oh, oh yeah, no, I'll do that already. <laughs> And your first, yeah. firstborn child, you signed that off of as well. <laughs> All right, I don't have anything else to say. Well, this is probably as good a place as any to end the Oswald episode. I think we've talked about all the Oswald things. I feel like we got a, a lot of content for you. <laughs> uh, some of it might not be Oswald related. Or my apologies. <laughs> some of it can go and be like a bonus episode. Okay. Some of it won't even be ever uploaded. <laughs> <laughs> Some of it will be suppressed like Oswald himself. 
you know, it's all part of the it's all part of the journey. God, if all of this was uploaded, I would be surprised. <laughs> Until the next time, do you guys want to let people know where they can find you if they want more content from you, Eli? Yeah, I'm mostly on Twitter, and my handle is at eJunkie2014, and uh, I also have a blog called eJunkieBlog.com, where I go more in-depth into things like movies and TV shows and video games, and uh, you can find me at eJunkieBlog.com. And Jenna? Um, I'm Phantomwise on YouTube, and Love Gift of a Fairy Tale on YouTube. And Mark? You can find me at the Animation Commendation and my live action Disney project at the animationcommendation.com and my live action Disney project.com. Okay. Well, we will probably be back in the future to talk Mickey at some point. So we'll see you then. See you real soon. <laughs> <laughs>